0: This is the new blue review with Benji Shulman, one hundred one point nine FM, and as we do every single time of the day this week, we are talking to Rob Hutchinson from dear South Africa about what is going on in Parliament. Rob, how are you doing? Rob, are you with us?
1: I am I am Benji how are you
0: doing I, I'm doing very very well Rob thanks for being with us Rob I was just discussing the fact that uh, there seems to be a new white paper on the table uh from from the ANC uh where they where they're attempting to overhaul the entire uh, immigration even taking us out of a piece of UN Uh, international law that we signed just so that we can sort out our own domestic issues. This sounds like quite an extreme move.
1: It definitely is an extreme move, Benji, but you know, sometimes uh, extreme moves are are needed here. Um, I don't know if it's tied to. Uh, recently there was also exemptions placed on on chinese uh, uh visas visa applications where um you don't really need to if you if you're chinese or from from china you don't really need to apply for a visa now you can just just walk in as well there seems to be a whole lot of uh, laws changing around uh, immigration and and migration and and entering south africa
0: I mean, it's interesting what you say uh, about uh, China because obviously we have a, sometimes a lot of Sinophobia, um, particularly we, we've seen problems with that. So it's interesting that this has been the approach that South Africa is taking, especially since uh, sort of skilled uh, jobs from people in the rest of Africa or indeed even Europe or America can be very hard to come by. Even if you're a spouse of someone who's skilled, you just basically can't get uh, work visas
1: exactly right and there's no doubt that we do need to see more skills entering entering the country um there could also be a, there, there was also a relaxation on on certain spousal visas especially on working visas and how uh, how uh, spouses could come in on on a working visa. Um, as you say, it's a total overhaul of of the of the whole situation. Whether, whether it's for for good or not, whether it's for tax purposes or, or not, uh, will remain to be determined. Um, I know there have been some adjustments on tax taxes for expats and people earning dollars. Uh, within within South Africa are now, are now uh, taxed at a higher rate than than before. Uh, I'm sure it's all all tied in somehow regulation of uh, people moving into the country as well as finances and money uh, crossing crossing the borders both ways.
0: Do you think there's anything else that we should be looking out for? Signals that you've seen from the government about moves that they would be interested in making around how they intend to reform our, our visa regis- uh, legislation. I mean, our proposal talks about this every single state of the nation address, but we haven't seen much movement.
1: We haven't. We haven't at all. And I think because there's there's a lot of opposition that, that does come from, from within and from the business sector as well. Yet, uh, from the other side, there's also pressure to uh, open up the borders and make travel in and out of South Africa a lot easier, uh, given, given the shortage on skills that, that, we are, that we are seeing. We've also seen increases in uh, labor costs in South Africa, but um, maybe that's perhaps why they want to relax it. Uh, coming from Africa make it easier to travel from within africa through through borders and neighboring countries in into south africa well, there's, there's, there's a huge influx of uh, illegals maybe that's a move to uh, maybe legalize illegals
0: yeah it's, it's, it's an interesting it 's an interesting question because it takes us on to the next next discussion because often uh, you have uh, migrants who are prepared to work basically for whatever uh, wages they can get as uh, as as migrant labourers, uh, but we have the national uh, a national minimum wage which you have to pay to South Africans, and so um that that causes a disjuncture because there's a you know basically the differential that people are prepared to work for, especially when we have uh, such a high unemployment rate amongst local South Africans to begin with, which is very interesting because we do now have a, a national minimum wage white paper uh, on on the on the table what would you what what are we expecting to see with this new edition of of, of this minimum wage paper?
1: Um, the same as, same as before, uh, every, every year the National Minimum Wage Commission uh, puts out an annual report and they suggest an increase to the national minimum wage. It's supposed to be tied in with, with CPI, with, with inflation, um, but it's often way above, way above inflation. There's also been moves to, to standardize the minimum wage across the country and across all sectors. Traditionally, uh, farm workers and and so on uh, had earned a lot less, and the minimum wage was was a lot less for for them than, than compared to uh, other south africans um, it 's much of the same again uh, it 's proposing a, an increase above above cPR uh, once again and we note the the national minimum wage was just increased in in february to 25 around 42 an hour, which was actually a 9.6% uh, increase, whereas uh, CPI was only around about 6%. Um, we expect the same again here. However, this time they have opened up the white paper for public comment, um, allowing the public and, and the sec- uh, business sectors to provide input before they publish their annual report and suggestions on what the minimum wage should be. There will be another comment period after it is published, but this is an opportunity to influence it before uh, any suggestions are are made.
0: Yeah, it's a a very interesting um, uh, and important debate because – you know, in, in a country like ours where you have so much unemployment, the, the economics is really actually fairly simple. If you raise the minimum wage, then people will just hire less people if they're doing it in a, in a particularly uh, legal way. But because the society is so unequal, uh, it, it also then, if you don't have the minimum wage, does open up people to have to work for, for very, very small amounts of money. And so – uh, you have this big tug in the society between people are saying, well, we need to have jobs. We need to just get the economy going. We need to let businesses thrive and people saying, well, you know, you can't have people just working for five rand a month. It's not going to, it's not going to work.
1: That's correct. I mean, it's, you can uh, see it particularly in, in the farming sector where, uh, the farming industry hasn't been doing too well uh, since, since COVID and seen quite a minimum growth uh, over that, over the whole period. And um obviously it's a labor intensive industry, which, which employs a, a lot of people and does pay them uh, by minimum wage standards. However, their prices aren't controlled by, by themselves, so they're controlled by, by the market and market, market demand, which creates a problem as, as, uh, the retailers don't increase their prices, yet the farmers uh, are seeing a, a massive increase in fertilizer costs, in uh, labor matters, in, in diesel and fuel and so on. They can't push their prices up. Now they face with the extra burden of uh, increased in, in minimum wages, uh, which is quite a significant increase uh, for, for the farming industry. And yet they can't put up their, their prices at, at, at all. So this could affect food security in South Africa. It could affect uh, food production. And, of course, it could uh, have the opposite effect. Uh, to uh, Instead of promoting jobs and, and increasing living living standards, it could actually promote un- unemployment within that sector.
0: You're, we're talking to Rob Hutchinson today on 101.9 Hi FM. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is The New Blue Review. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Hi FM talking today to Rob Hutchinson about uh, everything that is going on in Parliament. Uh, Rob, uh, I believe that there is actually quite a logjam going on in, in Parliament at the moment. Things being passed, all, uh, not trying to be passed all over the place, but uh, it's just... Uh, it's just a lot and not less. What, what do they say in the, the men in tights? Lots to do and less time to do it in. <laughs>
1: That's exactly, exactly <laughs> the problem. There's an incredible amount of, of bills being passed or presented in, in Parliament right now. And not surprising, given it's we are approaching the, the elections, the 2024 elections. And, of course, it will be the uh, sixth Parliament will dissolve. And then seventh parliament will 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 take over. Which and, and of course,
0: the, any bills that are on the agenda, actually, from what I understand, a, they reset them uh, after an election. Is that correct?
1: That's absolutely correct. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was uh-huh. what I was going to say. Is that anything that hasn't been started or, or finalised gets has to be restarted by a new by the new committees uh, in in the, se- in the seventh parliament. Which means that towards the end of this year, from now, from now on until the election day, it's going to be chaos, absolute chaos. And I've already seen it. There's just so much coming out now. We just can't keep up at all. Um,
0: Mike Lubo, uh, has sent us a message, um, to say, thank you for, first of all, thank you, Mike, for sending us a message. He says, I've been in the electronics, electrical industry for over 30 years and the big Chinese businesses are killing SA businesses. Most Chinese uh, uh, wholesalers are not charging VAT and are doing millions of rands of cash turnover a day, uh, and import and export taxes are being uh, and standards are being bypassed, and the government is losing. Okay, so thank you, Mike, and I suppose that that goes towards uh, our discussion about uh, 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 that we were talking about with the with the immigration. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, uh, I guess part of that. <coughs> now. Uh, Rob, uh, I'm sure uh, if you're like Mike Lubo and you've enjoyed this discussion today, uh, you will uh, be happy to know uh, that you will get to enjoy, uh, Rob, uh, a little bit more this week than than normal, Rob. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I'm filling in for for Michael McKenna this afternoon on the uh, Overdrive show from 4 until 6. And then uh, again tomorrow, it should be uh, having some great time in studio there. Join us, Benji. Let's let's make a meal of this. I think it's it will be wonderful.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds fantastic. If you if you haven't had your fill of Rob Hutchinson on one hundred one point nine High FM, you will definitely uh, be able to do so. But for the moment, Rob, thank you so mm-hmm. much, uh, and enjoy your time on the on the on the serious hot seat uh, this, this this coming
1: afternoon and Tuesday. Oh, we will do so, Benjamin. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thanks to your listeners.
0: There we go. Bringing us to the end of the show for today. Thank you to the whole team who puts things together. Mashadi, who is on the production. Vusi, who is on the sound. And Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons. And to you, dear listeners, who joins us every single week, please do join us again next week on the New Blue Review.